Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? Welcome once again to Snowbound, the Blizzard podcast brought to you by Ready Check Radio. It's Tuesday, it's 7 p.m. Eastern, that means it's, uh, it's showtime. We're gonna go do a little, little show. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify, head on over to readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O.com. Follow all the little socials in the upper right-hand corner, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, all that good stuff. Notifies, subscribes, share with your friends, and make it on over here for a live show. Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern. we got a lot to talk about, so we're going to get right to it. Whether it's Warcraft, Diablo, Hearthstone, they're all on the docket today. Joining me to chat about all of it. Mr. Dom Greco, a.k.a. Zista. What's up, sir? <laughs> what the... Hi. How's it going? Greatest vault. And achieved an upgrade every single week from the Great Vault. Have you? Seriously? I, I genuinely have. I was like, this is going to be the week. This is going to be the week. I don't get it, because I'm high up eye level in almost everything. And then I got, like, shoulders that were three eye level upgrade. I'm like, Are you, really? Like, every single week. Every single week. Well, congrats, sir. I, I had a string of two back-to-back where I ended up having to take Stygia, but prior to that, and, and I haven't opened my vault today, so I guess I shouldn't, like, jinx it, but uh, last week I got an upgrade, too. So hopefully this week will be an upgrade, maybe a weapon. I mean, dear God, that'd be nice. Everything's 213 and above. My weapon's sitting at 200. Mm-hmm. <sighs> we'll get there someday. We'll get there someday. Also on the line, uh, Ms. Angela Mercurio. What's up, Indy? Hello, how are you? Looking good. Welcome back. We two-manned the show last Thanks. week. You're back this week. Man, I felt so bad, but my uh, the COVID vaccine, the second dose, hit me a little harder. Punched you right in the so, face. Yeah, it was okay, though. I mean, I, I'm happy it's done and over with. Um, but that's what had me not able to come in. You guys would have seen me looking half dead, and uh, I would have been no fun for you. You would have been an undead priest and not a... Yes. Not a belf. Not a belf. Still horde, though. <laughs> still horde. Importantly, still, still horde. horde. Yes. <laughs> not a belf. Not a belf. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's jump into the Warcraft stuff because we got some hot fixes to talk about. Of course, we got some PTR updates from uh, what we talked about last week, Zista, when we made our predictions. But, uh, Indy, I do want to get your take. I don't know if you went back and watched last week's show, but we had some infographics that we created for the show and everything about expansion release cycles between expansion launch and the dot one patches and and all kinds of great oh god yeah that was one of them too that was one of them too oh this oh this wasn't the infographic that was not the infographic i was talking about no oh i love it dude i look awesome indy still looks less than impressed with what's going on (laughs) she's like i i don't even know why i'm here uh, but we wanted yes. to get your take very briefly on what is probably, well, I mean, what mathematically already is the longest wait between the expansion launch and the dot one patch and what is likely to be uh, probably about a month and a half, two months still before we see it, which just makes that gap even bigger. We've mm-hmm. kind of been concerned on shows in the past. And now we're here and it's time to definitely be concerned about it, but... Where do you fit into the, this is absolutely outrageous, this stuff needs to be coming uh, faster, it's okay if it's 
this many months late. I mean, realistically, we'd be talking next expansion, beginning trickles of details at this time, and we're still talking 9-1 instead. I mean, so I'm not an impatient person. I can wait for these things, but right now I'm in such a rut with the content that is available. It's like we've grinded out all of the the tour guests that we can possibly do. We've finished all the renown that we can possibly get. We've gotten everything that we can possibly get from non-heroic, non-mythic content. So it's like I'm at the point where I either roll an alt that's completely different from the priest so I can do something totally different or I feel like I'm stuck doing the same thing every day and it becomes less fun. So I'm waiting on 9.1 a little more eagerly because I don't have a million alts to play. Um, I'm probably in the crowd that's like, come on already. Like, even if it's got some bugs to fix, let's just get it rolled out, please, soon. Because I'm not playing as much as I normally would like to. I mean, it's definitely good on that front. And if you want Zista and my opinions on this, I'd refer you back to last week's show. I don't want to rehash the the whole thing here. Mm-hmm. Check last week's show. We went very, very in-depth on this topic. But that was one of the points that we did make was, you know, it sucks, but it is kind of a good time if you want to go check out some other games right now. Like if Valheim's True. got you, you know, got your, got your grip on you or Outriders is doing it for you right now or... Maybe, you know, 5.5 um, just launched today for Final Fantasy fourteen. So there's plenty of stuff to do, but where, you got to justify that sub. That? You got to justify that sub, and that's where I think they're going to see. Yeah, you could you could check out the uh, Thursday night show, 7 p.m. Eastern, Ready Check Radio. Uh, we do a little show, uh, Relic Grind, Final Fantasy fourteen <laughs> Square Enix podcast. Check it out. Uh, so yeah, I just wanted to get Indy's take on it since she wasn't here. Now we do have some hot fixes, uh, issued this week. Some of them early or, uh, mid to late, late last week, some early this week. Uh, this one, I guess kind of talks a little bit about, um, the alt situation that you just mentioned, uh, Indy. So I don't think this is going to apply too much to you. Uh, but for people that do run a bunch of alts, the reputation items that you can purchase from the Venari are now unlocked across your entire account. So if you have the highest rep on your main, all of your sockets, all of your good stuff from the Venari are now available to all of your alts automatically with the caveat of course is that you 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 got to have the you got to have the uh, the stage to go ahead and buy it. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I have the one, the one character. Yeah, so your little this, demon this doesn't hunter. Doesn't really apply to me. Yeah, <laughs> I thought so. he was saying you have one Stygia. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I have, he dies I have a lot, lot in the Stygia. maw. <laughs> no, I have a lot because I keep buying. Well, no, I don't have that much. I, I think I have enough to buy like a socket and a half right now. Um, it's just because I haven't been doing the uh, the dailies. Like I used to do them every single day. Yeah. I did them all the way up to like Christmas. Like from the game's launch to Christmas without missing a single day. And then I was at my father's for Christmas. So that's when I, I missed my first couple and then was still doing them after that. And then it was like, all right, me and like a group of people would be on late at night, like four or five in the morning to do them. And then that turned into very slowly. People are like, well, I have other things that I'd rather be doing right now. And yeah, they just stopped getting on. And when other people stopped coming on, I stopped yep. doing them because I, I don't, I don't enjoy doing them by myself. It's not fun. Don't go alone. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever done the mob by myself ever. 
Mine so. have not, uh, like, I, I still have the quest to do a hunt for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my well, god that was bugged. when it first came yeah. out that thing yeah. was bugged yeah and so i just avoided it and i never went back <laughs> so, yeah. screw the mom i'm done <laughs> i'm screw done it. somebody i forget i was probably used this so they were like oh you could go do that now it's hot fixed and i was like yeah i'm not gonna go do that now just because it's hot fixed <laughs> it's like i could but yeah, i'd rather I mean, be in, in theory you're right i could <laughs> Uh, You'd what rather else? be in Torghast. Oh, totally. Absolutely. would rather be in Torghast. Mm -hmm. Anima rewards are, have been increased. Now this, uh, if I just left it right there, you'd probably say, that's cool. But yeah. I think we need to talk about this one a little <laughs> bit because I'm not exactly <laughs> sure if Blizzard found the mark on this one. Uh, mm -hmm. Posted uh, by Kyvax, since we increased anima drops a few weeks ago, we've seen a lot of feedback that obtaining anima still feels as though it becomes too difficult as you progress into the later tier of the features for your covenant. We don't want players to feel as though spending 10,000 anima on a feature upgrade is ever the wrong thing to do. We do feel that way. Uh, the heroes of Azeroth have made a great impact in the Shadowlands. Continuously defeating the Jailer's forces should make anima more plentiful. So here's what they did. Three new achievements have been added for upgrading all four of your Covenant Sanctum features to Tiers 1, 2, and 3. Anima rewards now scale upward when you earn each new achievement by unlocking a tier on all four of the features of your Covenant Sanctum. So now, when you upgrade all your Covenant features, that's the Adventure Table, your Transportation Network, the Anima Conductor, all that stuff, to Tier 1, You'll receive an achievement, and you'll see all uncommon and rare anima rewards increase by one anima item. This means that after you hit tier one on all four structures, a world quest that previously rewarded four anima items worth 35 anima each for a total of 140 will now reward five items for a total of 175 anima. When you upgrade all four covenant features to tier two, that same world quest now gives you 210 anima and with tier 3 you'll then have 245 anima so an anima increase is an anima increase and that's a net good but here's what I don't understand maybe I'm just not getting it I consider myself an intelligent man Indy but I can't quite get why the anima gets easier to acquire the less you actually have to do with it because you've finished upgrading all of these things already. So it's still a grind, but at the end of the grind, the grind's a little faster. Like, I don't quite yes. get this. The only way I can see this being something worthwhile is if the achievement is account-wide. And it helps you grind out anima on alts for different covenants. Like, that might be useful. But I don't see the point in this either. Because you're grinding out these achievements by the time you have all of them. You're not going to be farming anima for, for what? Oh, the appearances maybe. But I wear the same thing all the time, so. Not to mention that Zista, let's set aside the fact that Okay, so it seems like you're speeding up the end of the Covenant grind. Fine. But the the amount just feels so paltry. <laughs> One <laughs> item. Well, 
You have One people item. like me too that like I have no interest in doing the tea party, right? Yeah, <gasps> the Ember Court. Yeah. Like the Ember Court. So I haven't put any points in it whatsoever. So I'm not gonna get these tiers unless I go back now and put them in that. I was I was working on very specific things and I'm trying to get to the end of that tree, but now I'm being punished for not following like a, a linear path. You know, yes, I, you I don't should have found like more it. parties. No. Nope. Can't make me. Even there's this a, is not whole... this is like this is so minuscule as it is. Like the the rewards here are so incredibly minuscule that it's that is still not worth it for me. It's Look not. at all that anima behind you. You don't even need to worry about farming it. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Like an anima increase there's, is an like, anima increase. Yeah, you know, that's good. But like, I feel like it's like it's one of those. You kids are never grateful. Um. <laughs> <laughs> here's an anima <laughs> gift to the kids and that's not good enough you know what we'll take it away but like i feel like uh yeah uh, we're looking at gift horse in the mouth but yeah take it away we won't feel it right <laughs> like if you took it away i'd just be like whatever uh it's great less incentive for me to not do things i'm not doing now um, I've already barely been doing my my thousand for the week or whatever. Like, if we weren't raiding, yeah. that would never get finished. Yeah, you know? I, it's just it's very weird. That doesn't even say anything that they're still to this day right now. And we got nine one. We're gonna talk about it in a second. There is no catch up mechanic yet either for people nope. that didn't play like when the expansion launched or anything. So yeah, yeah this will help them, but they still have the initial grind to get those all of those different things up to tier one first and then tier two there there is no catch-up mechanic so i i don't know i i don't understand why it couldn't be as simple as let's increase the anima rewards on the quests themselves like why does it have to be this weird almost non-existent upgrade via achievements by doing things that you already spent the anima anyway it, it could even be just like something as simple as you unlock like 10% anima earned through every source, you know, like that would be better than what this is, you know, or, or something like that. And have each tier go up a little bit. So it doesn't matter where you get the anima from that it's increased. Yeah. And this like moving forward through the rest of the expansion where maybe anima means something in the next patch or, you know, like we need it for something else. That like that would be more beneficial. That would give a reason to go back and do this stuff. And yeah, Indy, because maybe... this to that point, this doesn't impact the two fifty world quest. Right. You know, this doesn't impact that. So that one's still worth two fifty. <laughs> uh okay. <laughs> uh yeah, sure. I mean, honestly, I'm not farming anima anymore. I don't really plan on it, so like you just do your ember you court said, and call it a day. <laughs> I love my ember court. And you know what? I really would love for Zista to at least try it because it's more than just a tea party. You get to do all kinds of stuff depending on the guests. Speaking of no. you kids are never fucking grateful. Um, <laughs> I want to welcome all of you to the great push. What a stupid name. What a stupid <laughs> name. <laughs> Are they giving birth to something? Or? Push. Okay, so this mm. is a new event coming, a new esports event coming to World of Warcraft, separate from the Mythic Invitational, the, the Mythic Cup, right? Uh, this is separate from that. 
Anybody can participate in the Great Push. <laughs> Anybody that feels like pushing it can join the Great Push. Can't even say it with a straight face. What a name. Uh, okay, so basically what this is, it's a side mythic event where you and your group are going to push mythic keys trying to push them as high up uh, as as many pluses as you can get uh, and the tournament will break down and each team that uh, and their ranks in all the different dungeons that are run you know a winner is chosen and then there'll be a final so this is totally separate from the the mythic cups that Indy and I like to talk about while Zista just totally ignores us because we like watching Take them it yeah, so he zones out. If you like watching Mythic running, this is uh, another version, but you're not necessarily playing for time. So to Zista's whole, oh. I don't like speed running, this is not Please. that. You're trying you, to push keys. Attention. Yeah, you're trying to push. Well, you still want to go as fast as you can so that you can push higher and higher. But the goal yeah. is to actually push each dungeon to the biggest plus that you can, not beat the other team in a time trial through one dungeon. So a new event, now this is gonna be running in May. The signups close on May 17th and then day one will be on May 28th. You can head to the website now and go ahead and apply you and your four best friends. So great, I don't, that's cool, right? If you wanna watch this, great. If you don't, that's cool. Uh, where I think maybe they missed the boat a little bit here again, was the prize pool. Oh, it wasn't the name. It was the prize pool. Oh, the okay. name is just horrendous. <laughs> the name is The Great Push. I mean, they could have just gone full wild here, India. Just the Great Pushening. Um, <laughs> the Pushening. Hey, we could make a team called The Pushening. Yeah. And we could enter, and we can, like, absolutely drag ass through all these instances and because if, that's about the best we could do and if we win we get a piece of the prize pool of twenty thousand dollars that's the prize pool the total pool prize pool first place eight thousand dollars second place five grand third place oh, three God. grand oh by the way remember it's you and your four friends on each team so that first place prize of eight thousand dollars gets split up amongst five of you and then you pay taxes on it so here's what i want to ask you two they don't have to do this at all right and that's going to be the cool. argument from people who think why are you bitching about the prize pool the argument is they don't have to do this at all they're not making money off of this granted yeah they're going to make whatever ad revenue they happen to make from Twitch and YouTube and things like that. But as far as huge viewership pieces, this ain't it. You know, they're not going to be raking in thousands upon thousands and tens of thousands of dollars via that. <laughs> now, if they get a sponsor, I don't know. To my knowledge, they don't have a sponsor for this. So maybe if they have a sponsor, they could be raking in a little cash. So here's a nice event. Anybody can participate. You don't have to be those top tier MDI Cup runners to participate in this. And here's a little bit of scratch. Granted, a very little bit of scratch for the time investment that something like this takes. So where do you land on this, Indy? Which side of the argument on, hey man, don't even bother if that's the prize pool, or hey, it's nice of them to have a prize pool at all for something like this. Where do you fall? I mean, a little bit of each, 
I don't think the people that are playing this are going to be in it for the money. I think that the people who would enter this kind of event <laughs> are people who, uh, groups that either want to get the name out there or challenge themselves or if, if you know, a group like us happened to, it would be just for like, just for the memes. I, I don't know. Oh, it would absolutely uh, be the memes <laughs> if it was the three of us and two more people. <laughs> I just don't think it's for the money because uh, what yeah you make a good point split five ways even if the grand prize was 20,000 that's not much considering what you no. get after you know taxes and all that stuff so yeah I don't I don't think the prize pool is even I, I mean they could have made it a little more incentivizing but it is what it is. And it, and it is so. kind of easy to understand that they're not going to be raking in dough over this type of event, Zista. So why put a huge prize pool on it? But at the same time, if you want a bunch of participants, a sexy prize pool helps get a lot of participants. So yeah. did they find the middle I mean, they, ground here or did they miss the mark a little? They, they could have slapped like an entrance fee on it, you know, like to... to enter you put in 10 bucks or whatever you know per team or, or something like that and then you know they could have had a bigger uh final prize pool or something like that for me mythics just stress me out so like even for free with the chance to win you know eight eight thousand split um, that's not gonna happen i'm not realistically in that position to be doing that well, not when shit. i see indy now we have to find three not two we gotta find three <laughs> <laughs> now when i see myself struggling to get tens done you know, and then I'm well, I'm looking the part. Well, and then I'm looking in in the the uh, looking for group window, and I see people advertising twenties and twenty twos. I think I saw a twenty three or twenty six this week, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like yeah, when I see that, I'm like, no. I like at that point, I'm like, I don't even stand a chance. It's not worth it for me. Not not for all the stress that these things give me. Well, and that's kind of the counter argument that it is when you start pushing these things competitively, you are talking about not just a time investment in the tournament itself but you're talking mm -hmm. about a time investment outside of the tournament to get ready for the tournament to get your group to practice to do some runs to to because the, all the dungeons are in play here right it's mm -hmm. not just get luck of the draw and push one really really fast and 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 to plus 22 and beat your opponent you've got to have proficiency across the board with all of the dungeons to be able to compete in, when it gets to like the final cuts here so there is a lot of time investment here to walk away with, what, 1600 before taxes uh, yeah. for each of the, the winning five. For the love of the game, I guess, is, is the name of this one. You better yeah, love like, the pushing if you, want to, if you want the great push. We got till the 17th of May it's plenty of time. to sign up. It's plenty of time. Yep. Okay, so but, we can like, convince what him. Would be what would be more interesting to me is take all the mythic pluses, take all of them out of there, throw them all out the window, and do the new one, right? Do the, do the new mega oh, dungeon. The mega dungeon. Put, put the mythic plus. You know how they split it every time they yeah. split into two, uh, and then they attach keystones like you know one patch or a half patch later. Do that so no one has any time to prepare anything, and everybody's going in blind, and you're all on the same page. Like oh, God, that, that would be, would be fun to me. Yeah, so you that would be like more fun. Your, I would be interested in watching and maybe even participating in that. This, I have no interest in whatsoever. Well, yeah, because they're all going to have their skip strategies yeah. and like, yeah. you know. 
Well, and that's another thing I saw on the forums. What do you guys think about this? I, I've seen the argument of please stop pushing this multifaceted PVE esports stuff. Please stop because it's ruining that type of content for your average typical player, your usses, uh, yeah. when you are pushing and tuning and making changes to PVE content to cater towards that type of presentational aspect, whether it be the MDI uh, itself, whether it be the great push uh, or some <laughs> other esports competition that they want to make it. I've seen that argument in the forums too. The one yeah. you could look at, you know, the AOE capping as a mm -hmm. byproduct of, although Cleve had stuff to do with that too. Well, um, even that strategy that was in what uh, Mr. Terna Scythe, where you had the mind control of the mob, and you know, like it knocked out the health of the boss, the first boss there, like that—that that was a viable strat up until like they showed it off during one of those runs. Now, if you had known about that, you know, go going through, and like that was a strategy you used in your little groups or whatever, just to to make things a little easier for you to hit the time on, like that's gone now. You can't do that anymore. So it's like, like they ruined they like you knew that stuff was going away, you know, like as soon as they, they do something in one of those runs that totally breaks the instance or whatever. But you know, for them, they're using it for like crazy purposes. Whereas like the more casual players just using it for a little edge on, you know, the boss and it, it takes some of the fun out of it. You know, I, I, I like where this is headed. I don't mind these types of competitions. I'm not one of the ones sitting there saying that this type of stuff ruins it for the casuals. I, I think there's an interesting debate and argument to be had there. I'm not dismissive of that point, uh, but I'm not in that camp yet. I do think they miss with the prize pool. Yeah, I, I think this should yeah. have been a little... I'm not saying this should have been like a $100,000 competition or anything, but I, I think they could have they could have upped it a little more. I mean, your CEO, yeah. right? I mean, he got 40 what million? 40, oh, 42 Jesus. or 44 million in that bonus? Have him chuck in, you know, have him double it make it 40 grand <laughs> right he wouldn't even there'd be like quarters falling out of my pocket to him <laughs> uh burning crusade beta testing is now at full level 70 on the classic ptr and zista we got the date right wasn't all that hard to predict they said a couple of weeks we just assigned a tuesday 413 9.1 <laughs> hit the PTR today with raid testing of two bosses going live on the 16th. Now, taking a look at the patch notes, they are available. Obviously, these are going to change dramatically as we go. There are all kinds of class changes, but on the content side, there's 40 new Renown levels, new Covenant campaign chapters for you, Indy, so we'll find out if we get to walk around with uh, Sunstrider anymore. Oh, I hope we do. <laughs> uh, the Sanctum of Domination raid will be added. Two of those bosses will be starting testing on April 16th. There's a bunch of PvP changes as well. And the Imperial Ordnance Trinket now puts all other on-use trinkets on a 40-second cooldown when used. It was a 20-second cooldown, so... Any of you using that should make a note that your other trinkets cooldown just got longer on that one. So we are here. We're starting the raid testing. But 
I still, this does not change. Nothing in the patch notes changes my expectation that this is probably a mid-July uh, release window for 9-1. Zista, do you feel any better about this? No, no. I mean, I, I, I don't feel worse. I don't feel better. It's just like, like I said, it's kind of a little bit of a welcome break for me to go and do other things because I'm overwhelmed with the battle passes right now and all these other games that I play. So, um, you know, I will uh, I, I will welcome spend a little more time playing Hearthstone, a little more time in Overwatch, uh, which we have the the second week uh, of the uh, the event starting today. Um, so, like, I'm, I'm probably going to be doing that right after this podcast. Start working on that a little bit. It's just like I have some other games I got to get through. Fall Guys, like I have a lot of stuff I want to get done. So it's like this. This is that nice relaxing time where I could just ease into them and not worry about spending all my time in WoW, uh, grinding out reps and and whatnot. Relax with your mystery heroes. <laughs> yes, yes. Indy, check this out. Check this out. Check, yeah. check check this out. I got naked mage action for you. Oh. <gasps> We're gonna put Where? that. We're gonna put that B roll up there. I got some naked what? mage action for you. Oh, I see. Check this out. Ilya Pavlenko took the naked mage into Twisted Corridors, floor eighteen, layer eight. Beat the final boss solo. Well, I mean, I guess not solo oh. because, like, he does spawn a bunch of other naked dudes. <laughs> Yeah, but whoa. Right? I didn't see this. Yeah, check this out. Check this out. Solos, layer 18. uh, Floor 18, sorry. On layer 8. Solos it. That's amazing. As a naked mage. Strip down his clothes. Just naked. Obviously, tons of different actions and stuff going on here. The damage numbers are absurd. Uh, But... You know, you got to make it there and to get all of those anima powers on the way. Yeah. It's pretty badass. It's what, uh, definitely file it under the, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you could, but should you? Like, like <laughs> we talked about a See? duo taking down Anixia. Here's a naked mage taking down the final boss. Indy, what you think? This is something I would have done on my mage in classic. Actually, we did. Uh, a friend of mine and myself cleared BRD with two level 60 mages, which back in the day was like kind of unheard of to clear all of BRD with no tank, no healer. Two characters. Yes, but were two you squishies. naked? We were not naked, but, you know, we were cloth armor, so. So you might as well have been naked. naked back in that day. Um, it, it's, it's no different than me being on a, a max level rogue through vanilla BC and Cataclysm. And uh, dueling people naked with I, I forget the name of the it wasn't the uh, the daggers the worn daggers it was uh, two swords because I was a combat rogue uh, two swords that you could get off Razor Hill um, like <laughs> level one swords or whatever um, <laughs> dueling that that naked and winning every duel that I fought as a naked rogue like naked mage so. naked mage uh, I see the appeal of it. Don't make him yeah, get his mane. Like um, last note here, your weekly event this week, arena skirmishes, and, of course, you have the PvP rotating item, the packed house this time. So this week you can do some 15v15 PvP if you like. Uh, let's head over and talk about some other Blizzard stuff here because, oh, by the way, we should mention, since you brought up Burning Crusade, 
Um, not only is level 70 open, but Karazan testing is about to start there too. And that just, when I saw that, that blue post, I was like, oh, my I'm heart still skipped not in the a beat. Beta. My heart skipped a beat. I was like, oh, Kara. Are you going to go, you going to go test it out? Uh, no, I'm not. Yeah. I, no, no. If I, I, if I, I if this. I go, I'm not going to go test classic. I'm just either going to play classic or not. I'm not going to play classic, then start it over when it launched. No. I I'm still haven't decided if I'm going to play classic BC or not. Oh, it's going to be amazing. I don't know. Like, there's a part of me that wants to, but there's another part of me that's like, you don't have that kind of time anymore. I just can't <laughs> wait for those talent trees. Unless you're going to stop playing Shadowlands or stop playing Final Fantasy 14, you don't have that time, Mike. Come on. I mean, your Saturdays are free now. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> That's usually when I'm playing uh, Final Fantasy TCG in the afternoons. Mm -hmm. uh, Saturday anyway, are free. yeah, my Saturday evenings are free after gaming gumbo. <laughs> after mm -hmm. gaming gumbo. He got uh, himself spread really thin. Yeah, well, you know, I got to make the great push. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is a great push. It is a great push. Speaking Three. of alphas or betas, Diablo 2's technical alpha uh, ran between the last show and this one. Zista, did you end up getting in? I knew you were hopeful you would get in. Um, be honest, I didn't even check. You, well, I mean, it doesn't matter now. <laughs> like, I know you're very excited. It doesn't matter now. Last show, he was like, I, I'm pretty sure I can get into this. I can't wait. You know, it's like, I know it's he over now. It's over for the mobile. Uh, mm -hmm. Credit to IGM, by the way, for the B roll here, showing some of the graphical differences between the original Diablo two and those same environments in the Diablo two remastering. If you didn't know, there's a feature we're going to talk about here that actually lets you in game swap back and forth like this if you want to, so you can see the original. I was going to ask about. That. Yeah, that's pretty badass, but. So I'm going to assume, Zista, you did not play since you didn't even know if you got in. Indy, were you in? I, I was play. not. No, I never get. Honestly, I have crap luck with getting invites to beta. So do I. When it comes to Blizz, yeah. When it comes to but Blizz. This is one I definitely want to try. And I was watching uh, YouTube videos of other people playing it. And I thought they were editing in the old gameplay. But now no. that you're nope. telling me you can do that that's a really interesting feature for somebody like me who would want to see yeah. it compared because i didn't play it yeah you then. weren't all that uh invested in the diablo franchise back then yeah it no, is very I, interesting interested. to see the reviews overall uh whether you look at polygon whether you look at ign or ars technica or on wowhead like everybody's just uh is very very positive and all saying like the yep. same things like the voracious has done an amazing job with this it looks great it sounds great it plays well as far as playing but you do have to keep in mind that it is so dedicated to being just a remaster of the original and not a remake that you might not like some of the gameplay mechanics because they are still the ones from 20 plus years ago. And we got cat cam on. <laughs> yeah. Wash are that you, bath. Are you allowed to take a bath on Twitch? <laughs> I 
That cat is. That cat is. <laughs> but generally, pretty positive across the board, Zista. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that like, they haven't changed any of the audio at all. Like All the music, all the sound files, all that stuff is still the same. Because I did, I did get to watch some of it. Um, one of the uh, fighter like uh you know fighter game players maximilian dude um on twitch i watched him uh he was actually playing it and yeah he was doing the, the quick swapping and one of the things i was, I was like the the soundtrack which was always my favorite part of diablo 2 um is untouched they didn't go back and like re-record it or try to remaster it it's like it's the same soundtrack and it still holds up and i love that like that that to me is the most important part because I love music. Yeah, a lot of sites saying things like when they played this, you got an idea of just how far ahead of its time Diablo 2 was. The fact that the original Diablo 2, that just, yeah. just some of the way the game plays, the way it looks, the way it sounds, that they were still able to use that today with just slight modifications to it, just really spoke to how far ahead of its time Diablo 2 was. That doesn't mean, though, Indy, that you're going to have to deal with all the annoyances we had to deal with back in the day. There are some quality of life improvements that are departures from the original. Like your starting uh, inventory is now a 10 by 10 grid. In the original, it used to be a 6 by 8. So essentially, you have a bigger inventory space to start out with. Right. Thank God. That'll make things easier. But perhaps on that front, the biggest improvement is the cross-stash sharing. So when you have multiple characters now, you can swap equipment from one character and give it to another character. Uh, that kind of... That's a game-changer in my mind because that, that makes all loot viable, right? If you're yeah, playing on one class and you're just gathering loot for that class, everything else is garbage. But if you play two or three classes, two or three characters, all of a sudden, it doesn't matter what character you're on, a lot more of the loot pie has meaning to you at that point because you can push those items to other characters that you have. So there are going to be some quality of life changes as we go here. Me, I would have preferred Diablo 1, but I understand why. I, I totally understand why they didn't do it because Diablo 2 is way more popular. Um, I'm hoping maybe this will open the door for a Diablo 1 remaster down the road. Maybe not do this side-by-side -side swap because like you, you go back and look at the graphics for Diablo 1 and yikes, they, they, were, they, they don't hold up. They don't yeah. hold up at all. Um, but I know there was a lot of cut content that they had to cut for time and stuff. Like There was an entire um, priest in Tristram um, that like his entire quest line was cut. Yeah, like He had some thing with a demon blade all this stuff that was uh, data mined out of uh, files from years and years ago that some uh, modern modding communities have tried to bring back and, and put back into the game um, I would like to see Blizzard actually restore some of these old quests and stuff like that for Diablo 1 and this would be a good time to do it this would probably be the only way to do it um, but then yeah. you, you, have to, you have to ask yourself would they actually include the Hellfire expansion which was not something that blizzard did that was the com company uh sierra that actually did that would you feel so. more pushed towards diablo one if they did that yeah absolutely i'd play it in a heartbeat i mean that that would be a great way to push you to that <clears throat> it's gonna be a long show if we keep this up um oh by the way there's not much show left 
Auto loot. You guys are pushing it. Auto loot. You're pushing it. Auto loot. Thank you. Mercifully. <laughs> Mercifully. Thank you. Auto loot. It's there. It's in the game. Um. Oh, there was something I wanted to ask you. I'm also seeing a lot of... The game actually plays better with a controller feedback. Because mm. apparently one of the key features is it's not just a hook up your controller and there you go. It is very much like uh, if you've played Magic Legends at all, how going from keyboard to mouse to a controller literally changes your entire UI. Uh, that happens here in, in the Diablo 2 uh, remaster in that it's a totally different UI and that you are able to map six abilities and then another six that are just toggled by like L1 or R1 to get to that second panel of six. So a lot of feedback. I mean, maybe it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but a lot of feedback saying that it actually plays better with the controller than a mouse or keyboard because of the way that UI works and the ability to essentially map 12 items uh, rather than six. Uh, I can see myself dabbling with a con uh, controller here. I, I don't mind playing ARPGs that have a good controller scheme. So I will definitely give this one a whirl. Diablo 3 works fine. I don't prefer controller there, though. Uh, I've played it on the PlayStation and, and the Xbox. It works fine, but I still prefer the mouse and keyboard when I'm playing D3. Yeah. So I think I'm probably going to prefer the mouse and keyboard here. But what about you two? I I'll give the controller a whirl. I'm not opposed to it, but I think I'll end up being mouse and keyboard. What about you, Indy? I'm a, I don't use a controller unless I absolutely have to. Like, Sea of Thieves, I have, obviously, you have the option to use either or. I'm not using a controller unless it forces me. Um, I, my hands just don't like the cramped feeling. I like being, you know, sprawled out a bit in my space and and also muscle memory if you if you have gone from playing keyboard and mouse for so long and you pick up a game that forces you to use the controller it kind of sucks because you're not it, the dexterity is not there anymore at least for me i'm not a huge so console person you're not even going to try a controller on d2 that's just totally not for you you're going to keyboard mouse it when it comes out i will not be pushing those buttons <laughs> <laughs> go ahead zista what about you uh, there's very few games where I feel like I need a controller uh, over a mouse and keyboard. Like Fall Guys is probably the only one that I can think of right now where it's like I need maybe like Mario, like if it's a platform or something like that. But like for something like Diablo 2, I played the original on mouse and keyboard like that. I feel like that's the only way to play it. Um, All right. So I'm apparently yeah. the only one that's going to give it a whirl. So watch when I stream it if you're from if you're curious about how the con the controller. Oh, functions. we will. I mean, Thank unless you, you're on your phone, then you can use your finger, you know, play Diablo Immortal like that. Yeah. That yeah, might work. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, hey, good on them. Technical Alpha went well. Lots and lots of good feedback. Everything I saw got me closer and closer to a day one purchase. I refuse to pre-order anything off of uh, Activision Blizzard right now. Uh, I will day one purchase what I'm interested in. But Warcraft 3 Remake totally had me just backing way up off of this one until I started to see gameplay and hear people talking about it. And now I'm a little closer to a day one purchase than I was a week ago. 
Uh, what else? Oh, Hearthstone. Yeah, Hearthstone's got some big changes going in. Uh, we've got a bunch of balance stuff, but before we get to that, uh, we do want to point out that this past week, we had the Hearthstone Grandmasters. Uh, Grandmaster... The Grandmasters tournament. Uh, but prior to that event, Paul Zele Nemeth was suspended from all competition by Blizzard. Now, Blizzard really didn't comment on why. They just said, Hearthstone Esports is aware of allegations made against America's Grandmaster, Paul Zele Nemeth. Nemeth. Upon further review, we have suspended Zele from competing in all Hearthstone Esports events. Uh, And they said that that will last for one year. But that was it. Now, it's it's most likely believed the rumor, the allegation, is that claims earlier this year by Mythgard community manager and streamer Rini that he was physically abused, uh, physically and emotionally abusive during the time they lived together. Those allegations probably had something to do with this, but they were back in January and Blizzard really didn't do anything or say anything until like a day or two before the start of the 2021 Grandmasters. And they said, hey, we don't we don't discuss this kind of stuff. So, yeah, again, just a weird situation of, like, ultimately, I think Blizzard makes the right call. But as we've seen so year? many times in the past, Indy, it's, it's late. Like, this happened. A, in, you, go ahead. Late, late and a year. Like, what's the deal with the year? Like, somebody who is abusive to another human being is going to just change? Yeah, I've been... I'm well-versed in the whole domestic abuse thing, so I don't think people just automatically change. So I don't see... It's either a suspension or it's not. If you're slapping somebody on the wrist for a year, it's kind of just saying... It's like placating the victim, almost. You know what I mean? Right. But I think in this situation, it's like it's it's only allegations, right? There's no physical proof of it. And until that time, I think this is the right call. Often um, there's not proof though with domestic situations. No, you, you really. are you're right. You're right. It, it's but, hard to prove. It is. It's something very hard to prove. Um, and I think this is the best too, solution too right now. It, is it devolves is into the, a he said she said or he said he yeah. said she said she exactly. said. Exactly. Pick your pronouns. You get so, my point. Yeah. So like the one year, I think that like you, they can always change that. They can always be like, no, this is indefinite. Like you know, but just right now, this is this is the best solution. Right. So I. And and I would agree there. I would I would push back a little bit on and they again, Blizzard didn't publicly say that these allegations were the Had reasons for it. this yeah. or factors in it in any way. We don't know. That is just uh you know some assumptions being made that, well, this is really the only thing we publicly can think of. Uh, mm-hmm. If it is though, these allegations are now three months old. And he gets the suspension a day before the Grandmasters starts. If, mm-hmm. if, and this is if, Blizzard's rationale were these allegations, why wait three months? I mean, I can understand maybe yeah. waiting a week or two to see how the initial investigation, if there is any, or the initial data collection pans out. Like, you don't want to make a snap decision because somebody posted something on Twit longer until you've had a chance to look into things a little bit. But three months later, that seems a a bit long for me, Indy. Like, if you're going to do something 
do it a few weeks after you've collected some some facts on your own and go ahead and, and pull the trigger. Yeah, it's a huge, that's like a major delayed response. Uh, it does make you wonder, um, maybe did something else come up that people don't know about yet? Who knows? It could be anything. Ultimately, yeah, I think especially they've... one day before, it's like you yeah. spend all this time prepping and everything to to get ready for this, and and you you've put all this time and effort into like getting the the best decks, knowing like you're up to date on the meta, like taking strategies and, to counter yeah, metas you know that what? haven't I... even happened yet, and then like the rug gets ripped out under you one day before it starts. Like that's that's kind of yeah, rough. I, I see the point there, but I don't have any compassion for you. Right? Yeah. If the allegations yeah, are no. true, you did this if, to yourself. If that, yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like uh, my only problem saying, like, the is if they find out awful. about them a week before the Grandmasters, and they put the ban in a day or two before the Grandmasters. I don't really care that it happened a day before the Grandmasters. If the right. allegations in January are what got them booted the day before the Grandmasters, that seems very odd. Like why wait yeah. on it? But that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like if this is stuff from January, why are they like all this prep work he put in? But still, like he shouldn't be in if that is the case. Like this should have been something that was was told way way in advance. You know. Yep. Yep. Indy, lots of lots of love and Blizzard making the right call coming from uh, victims of abuse online, um, particularly females uh, that have been the victim of abuse. Lots of support for the decision, but. To be fair, those same people raising the same questions we're raising here. What happened? Why did it take so long? Why were you silent? It's tweets like timeline of Zaley drama. Blizz included him in the GM circuit. Absolutely fine with his allegation. I pressured them for comment on Wednesday, April 7th, saying I have sources that will go on the record. April 8th, Zaley is suspended. You're... Do you mean the people were criticizing the delay in Blizzard's response or the delay correct, correct, in... Correct, 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 correct. Oh, okay. Yeah, Blizzard's because, response. Because as far as, like, somebody coming out with the truth of, of their their truth, of, like, having lived... Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. God, no, I wasn't touching that at all. I was talking about yeah. Blizzard's delayed response, not the, the delay in response in reporting or public acknowledgement or... No, 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 no. Apologies yeah, I mean, if I portrayed it that way or if it was could be confused that way. To be clear, you come forward with those allegations on your time, not anybody yeah, else's. Oftentimes it's it oftentimes yeah. it doesn't come out until well after somebody's out of the yeah. situation because they are so uh they are so like suppressed in living in that kind of situation. Um so I mean the only thing yeah, I, the only thing I question is if this is in fact the reason for the suspension why wait three months? Why not do it as soon as you've made your decision that you're going to take action? Yep. Um, uh, unless something else, like this is where I questioned, did something else come up that we don't know about yet? Who knows? I wish they would say why, but as we all know, but when that opens happen, up a, Yeah, that opens up a very slippery slope. True. Rini uh, did take to Twitter as well, saying, completely floored, but I feel so heard. Rini, of course, the one bringing the allegations back in January. Thank you to everyone for pushing for a response and for believing it in me. I am lost for words, truly. So we will keep an eye on the situation as it unfolds. 
But more uh, to direct Hearthstone the game news, we have a huge balance change patch going in. Uh, right, I think it went in today, actually, didn't it? Yeah, today is today? Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. first day live. Um, tons of tuning across the board, including some action that basically nerfs two of the most meta decks at the moment, getting the nerf bat, Zista. What's going down? Uh... For me, the the far watch posts, like the the watch posts, are, are the ones that those are in my current deck that I I use to get my my five wins to get my card back for the month. Um, I like those, but yeah, they're, not anymore. Uh, no, no, they're getting they're getting a lot of stuff here. Was a lot of just like um, mana cost changes. Uh, like I know the one of the ones was uh, the deck of lunacy for the mages got like two extra mana. Like that's huge, doubling it instead of using it on turn two, you have to wait till turn four, um, stuff like that. But uh, most of it is just like health or or mana changes by by a little bit. Um, and the pen flinger, the pen flinger is the one that uh, I ran across this like four or five times trying to get in, and it just it crushes you. Uh, the the Penflinger um, is a card that uh, on Battlecry deals one damage. Uh, spell Burst, which is the first time you cast any spell, goes into your hand. So the whole trick of it is you put the two Penflingers in your deck, right? and then you play them to deal the the one damage. Then you play like a one mana spell, and then you throw them out again, and then another one mana spell, and you're just dealing incredible amounts of damage over you and know, over. And, and, yeah, so this one, um, they actually changed it now where it only deals damage to minions as opposed to the hero itself. So it's still have the that same spell probably That's, It still yeah. bounces to the hand. It was just yeah. the battle cry that changed. Yep, yep. So like that one, that one is huge, and I definitely saw the need for it because I'm sitting there going, "Why am I still playing Demon Hunter? <laughs> like I need to be pe- playing Spellflinger, you know, or Penflinger. Like, oh, it's insane." Uh, we do have the Crossroads Bundle and Sir Anoyo Hero Skin and the Goblins card back in the game shop. So, of course, yeah, I mean, you could go in and buy them. Ten bucks, uh, fifteen hundred gold if you want to do it that way. They were only available previously in a $25 bundle with 20 packs, and that was back in 2018. <laughs> so now you can get them a little bit cheaper if you want to pay the cash or, of course, the 1500 gold. But all in all, a very, very big week for <laughs> their nice for, uh, for Hearthstone. They had the Grandmasters. Congratulations to our winners there. And then all the decks got fucking nerfed. <laughs> <laughs> basically what happened not a lot of overwatch if you want some overwatch stuff we talked quite a bit about overwatch zista and i last week but i did want to show you two a little something funny on the overwatch uh on the overwatch side of things it looks like we got a reference to overwatch in somebody's act reference book This coming from Marshall1313 on Reddit. It's an ACT prep book. Zarya is making particle beam cannons. She needs two liters of hydrogen gas, three, o- ne- three neodym- neodymium magnets, and two glass photon emitters to create a single particle beam cannon. In her laboratory, Zarya has 11 liters of hydrogen, 20 magnets, 10 glass photon emitters. How many particle beam cannons can Zarya make? <laughs> Gotta love some it of the comments. I was, 
I was scrolling through this earlier. Some of the comments were absolutely great. Somebody's like, uh, he, he just put this in there because they wanted him to do Reddit to do his math homework for him. <laughs> I, I do like Zarya didn't study her up. limiting reagents. Zarya didn't have enough particle beam cannons to kill Reinhardt. Zarya died. Don't be like Zarya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, there's even one gibbs. and I can't find it now. Yeah, there's one I can't find it now. I saw it earlier and I was like, oh, I, I'll highlight it and I closed the window by accident. But uh, it, something along the line of just wait until Sigma's put in there and like Sigma's all like crazy mathematician stuff. And uh, it was something about the, the formula and they used a couple of the quotes from Sigma in there. Um, and it, I was I was actually laughing really hard at that one. But yeah, they're, they're in there if you want to scour through them somewhere. I can't find them now, but but, uh, no clue, but I can good. tell you that she benches more than you. <laughs> there are some great comments in here. Uh, thanks, by the way, to Jason Winter, who threw that in our RCR chat, uh, basically right before the show went live. So, thanks. Oh, I see it right now. It says, wait till you get the Sigma's physics question. Hint, the equation is correct. The problem must lie elsewhere. <laughs> this is one of his quotes. And somebody commented under that and, go, and goes, uh, the answer, it's just so simple. <laughs> Which is another one of his quotes. So, yeah. All right. Let's slide over and do Lore or Lies. This is the segment, this part of the show. We're going to give you three statements given by our resident lore master, Lil Missy. You can follow her on Twitter right there at the bottom of the screen. Lil Missy, L I L M I S S Y, 4205. Five four two zero five on Twitter. We thank her and all the other volunteers behind the scenes, but Lorekeeper Missy makes sure that we get three statements for you, one of which has a lie in it somewhere. It could be a little lie or a big lie. We're each going to read one, and in the comments below on readycheckradio.com or on YouTube, you tell us which one has the lie and what the lie is. Now, a little reminder, our Lorekeeper is not going to discuss spoilers on the upcoming 9.1 patch. Data mining is, of course, already happening now that it's on the PTR. But this segment here, we're going to keep it spoiler-free, okay? But she can't wait to experience it when her classes start again. I do not, did not expect such a long wait, summer break wasted. Yeah, neither did we. Check out last week's show for the full thoughts, and you got indies at the top of today's show. Last week, the last statement, so the second one I said, was a lie. A complete lie, by the way. Players do not fight against Vosh. Missy thinks that would have been a cool scenario, but no. Instead, the Maw Walker helps Baroness Vosh capture Mephiles the Loyal for questioning. So yeah, we run into Baroness Vosh, but we do not fight her. We do not fight her. Here are your statements for this week. Mephili sings like a canary as Baroness Vosh interrogates him, and he's willing to help betray the Lish Morbitan to draw him out. Uh, the House of Rituals is planning, well, a ritual. One that would grant more power because of the new Baron, and Baroness Vosh sees it as the perfect opportunity for a trap. The trap is successful. The Rune of Guile enters the Runeblade of the Primus. With Vash's task complete and seeing the Runeblade herself, she's willing to aid Draka at the seat of the Primus. Following along the 9.0 storyline, you see where we're at. One of those statements isn't quite right. 
Tell us which one and why in the comments below. We'll be back, of course, next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern for another episode of Snowbound. But if you're hanging out in chat, make sure you hang tight because right after this show, we're going to go live with streamer extraordinaire Mr. Jason Winter. How are you, sir? Well, thank you. How are you as my agent? Yes, absolutely. What are we playing streamer today, my extraordinaire. friend? Extraordinaire. i got to put that in my... Uh my twitter handle after like, i think you're running out of characters order. on your twitter handle yeah i know everyone suggested so many things i'm continuing on with the uh, near automata are you so wait you're are you playing on steam yeah i'm playing via steam so that, that kind of got review bombed this past week uh mm -hmm. on steam what, what's going on there well some people are having issues with just like getting it to boot up and not crashing on them uh, I have issues with both the resolution, which I have to do some funky magic to make it work for for my stream, and also uh, cutscenes. The frame rate is kind of crappy, so now not the are, first time Square had patching a this. We just don't upload. know what, right? Yeah, yeah. So theoretically, they're working on something. Besides, they just that, didn't want to the Microsoft Store. Besides that, are you enjoying the game still? Yeah, yeah I'm still liking it. So fun. You played the amusement park and fought that boss. That's one of my favorite segments. Mm -hmm. You're coming up on another one of my favorite segments. So I love, I love. How it. do you know? I want. How do you know how much I played? Oh, uh, you're. I guess you're right. I don't know how much you've played since your stream yeah. last week. I guess I, that is fair. That is fair. Did You'll you, have to tune in to did, find out. Did Did you like play it all? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Stay tuned after the show. We'll go dark for about twenty or thirty seconds here, and then relabel everything for Jason to come up, and you can watch him stream. Until next week, though, Indy, where can everybody find you? You guys can find me where I always am at Indie Garona. It is the same on all the socials, right down there somewhere. I don't know where it is today. Um, uh, Twitch. <laughs> she Twitter. says today like I changed them. <laughs> well, I don't know. You could pull a fast one on us. It's always to your right. Your right. My right. Yeah, your right and down. There you go. Yep. Zista. Is it also on my right and down, like down to your down right there? down? Yeah, uh, down there. Now, yeah. Yeah, now your finger's too low, yeah. though. You're actually oh, right behind your mind, the too. lower third. There you go. Right in front of your yeah, mic. Down there. No, now yeah. your hands uh, gone. <laughs> you can find me on uh, on Twitter at uh, it's just a X I Z T A or Twitch at just just a uh, X I Z T A. Oh, God, I hate you. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me at uh, at MagicMan1, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O, so that we can tweet at you every time we're going live with one of our volunteer streamers whom we thank or any one of our three weekly shows. Until next time, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. I'm going to do our new music. That's, that's our new app.